When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, let's fly and be together. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Let's fly and be together. It doesn't even make no. It's better. Yeah. Kevin, how are you? What's going on, y'all? That was good. Yeah. I like I thought that was I thought that was the best one yet. Let's flying it's, V together? It, it yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't make sense as, as a verb. You should uh, use it as a pickup line. I will. Yeah, I'll use... <laughs> there you go. That's your play right yeah, there. Yeah. I'll use it on Tinder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Episode niner. This is a, we're really getting up there in episodes. Tommy, what is our topic today? Um, The many women in the life of Gordon Bombay. Yeah, I mean, there's three main ones, but obviously, do we want to talk about Gordon pre his come to Jesus in the first one? Oh, I'm sure he he did plenty of oh yeah cocaine off uh, of strippers. No, oh, yeah, behinds. I, could, I could definitely see that, and then all the secretaries in his law in his law firm. I'm sure he ran through that. <laughs> yeah, and then he lost the Fraser case, but he scored with the court reporter who had the intelligent body. Yeah. So, I mean, what does that mean? Intelligent body. Yeah, I guess glasses he liked the way she was put together okay <laughs> all right all right and then obviously there's jane out of law school one year took over his casework is that is that a win for him mm. yeah probably i mean they were probably close enough that that i mean how do you think she got that job in... oh good point good point all right but the main main three really casey conway maria from Iceland and Michelle McKay. And we'll start off with Casey Conway. I mean, Gordon, I was watching this today, and Gordon really, really falls into the relationship there. I mean, because he goes and she gets mad at him for putting the kids on the ice. And then he really, she hates him. He comes to apologize. And then Charlie is like, do you want to stay for dinner? And then, he does, and then that kind of starts it off, and then like he goes, and he's not really doing anything, and then he goes on a date with her, but it was Charlie's. He was like, "Oh, we should all go to the, the winter festival," and then Char- and Charlie's like, "You two should go together." So how invested is Gordon Bombay really in this relationship? That's a good point. He was kind of thrust into it. It seems like he took he took to it very quickly though. That's true. Remember, it was just like... When he I, bought them an imaginary apartment. Or yeah, he's like, I want to live there, too. And just like, oh, yeah. we met like three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit forward by uh, by Bombay. Not the smoothest move there. Yeah, buying imaginary apartments and castles is kind of uh, yeah. down a, the road. Yeah, that's like a one-year thing. Yeah, that's not like a first date kind of thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, how do we feel about his game at the Winter Festival? You know, he makes a joke talking about the sculpture. He makes a joke about the little men and the little chisels. I will say, Charlie's mom, she, she, she was impossible to read from his standpoint. She went, she would go one second from being very warm and inviting, and then she'd be frigid the next moment. 
So it was very tough, I think, for Bombay to get a read on what the hell he was supposed to be doing. Is that, am I supposed to, you know, go strong? Am I supposed to lay back, play it cool? You know, he's, he's used to being the hot shot, you know, the, the, you know, women falling all over him, if you will. But I think he, I think he's thrown off his game so much by her, you know, unpredictability, if you will. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I don't think he's used to a, a woman like Casey, especially because, you know, it's he's not she's not the kind of woman that he normally chases. A, she's, you know, got a kid and like B, she's definitely, you know, stable. I think she like kind of represents like the change that that he's trying to get and, you know, helping out the kids and then, you know, that that family. And he realized that he doesn't want to be that like, you know, jerk lawyer anymore. And she kind of represents the, uh, you know, what he wants. And so he's attracted to her that way even though like like kevin says it's like it's it's hard for him to get a read on her and it ultimately doesn't work out so yeah spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) i think that's like i think we're starting to understand why casey can't hold on to any of her men she's not she's not sending out the right signals and then everybody's getting confused plus charlie's a whiny little bitch (laughs) well it's it's funny when it like in the first one uh charlie says like uh you know yeah yeah you know she dates but as soon as they see a kid it's like pow they're out of there and she's like oh haha you know whatever but it's like wow maybe charlie just kind of wrecks everything <laughs> especially if he's always like hey you should go on a date with my mom yeah. and he's just like whoa hey man i'm not you know i'm your i'm not i'm not doing that solid quote game there yeah that's, yeah that was good that mm-hmm. was I, okay big moment i want to talk about so he we talked about it a little bit but he goes with the the oh i want to live there too casey gets pissed and then gordo this is a great move. He's like, oh, what? He, Casey goes and talks about how she, oh, there's going to be Charlie there tomorrow and in 10 years. And we, I can't keep having people like run away or whatever. And Gordo's like, oh, what? I got to, we, we're talking death to us till we, death do us part on the first date? What do we got to do there? Solid move by Gordon Bombay there, you know. Kind of flipped the script. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he never really commits on the relationship, if you think about it. So, was it kind of a signal that, like, when he goes and plays in the minors, that this is kind of a doomed type of deal? Well, are, you, are you asking if it was foreshadowing? or on, I think, on, the, on the filmmaker's part? No, I'm, I'm saying, did Gordo non-commit because he knew, like, this thing's not like he knew he wasn't gonna really push it forward to the end. I don't, but at that point he doesn't realize he's gonna go off and play in the minors. That's not on his radar yet. Well, I'm just in general then. Just like he he knows like he's not taking this I, all the way. I, I think I, even though I it's guess the first kind of playing off your point. I, I think he he kind of wants to you know jump in the water, but he's still just kind of dipping his toes, you know, testing out you know testing out the waters, and I don't, I, I don't think he's all in at specifically not at that point Mm -hmm. maybe later on he you know he gets closer and closer to you know being all in but again she's just all over the place so it'd be hard to to want to jump you know full-fledged into the relationship at that point i wonder if he's at all thinking about potentially like ruining the team because at that point he's he's you know kind of realized like he went and you know he apologized to to charlie and Mm -hmm. he's just like he's helping the ducks now and he realizes, like, hey, if I, like, hook up with Charlie's mom, this could be very weird for the Ducks. And so, you know, we talked about this before. Is like, so is Gordon, is he selfish? 
Is he, you know, doing things for the, the good of the team? And so if he was selfish, you know, he could have just like lied to the mom, you know, hooked up with her and then gone and played in the minors, whatever, done whatever he wanted. But if he's like the way he's saying like, hey, is this till death do us? But he's kind of like pumping the brakes and like that might have been a sign of, you know, I'm not sure what I want either. You know, I don't want to, you know, do anything to kind of, you know, mess you up or mess Charlie up. And so by him saying that, it really kind of shows that like what Kevin said, he's just putting the toe in the water. And But he realizes that if he said something there that was like, you know, I'm all in, it could essentially ruin Charlie and, and Casey's life and also his. I, I think it's a big crossroads for him. I mean, because he's that's a, like a critical juncture in his mm-hmm. character, you know, whether he's going to continue being the hotshot lawyer, you know, who's the player, or is he going to kind of, you know, veer off the other way and, you know, try to be this family man. And so I think it's a very critical moment in his character's, career, you know, in, in his path throughout the throughout the three movies. Yeah. And I think he does kind of stay on the, the player path because he goes, D2, obviously he comes back to being a player, but he goes off and he plays with the Minnehaha Waves, which I'm assuming is in like Minnehaha Falls, which is like right outside Minneapolis, if not like in the actual city. So it's not like he's going like out of state <laughs> to play or he's going to like Duluth or Bemidji. He's like right there. And then he comes back and he's like, oh, I should have kept in touch more. You're like 20 minutes away. Dude. So he, he didn't he didn't take a Greyhound bus. He took a Metro bus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it was very close. If, like, that's, in fact, where the Minnehaha Waves play. And then he comes back, and D2, it's over. So, I mean, was he... How does that end? Does he Was he messing around? Does she... And does she know? I, I well, think he, he just let it fizzle. Yeah, I, I think so. It's... I think uh, whenever he leaves on the bus, it's kind of like a knowing, like, yeah, don't a, worry about this. A wink this. and a nod. You do your <laughs> thing. I'm going to do mine. And, you know, he's on the road a lot, too. I'm sure he's traveling, you know. For, yeah. Gotta have some groupies out there. I uh, yeah, minor league hockey. And he, and he probably buys all the beer for all the uh, his, his teammates since they're probably like what eighteen, nineteen. <laughs> so good point. And we know Gordo loves beer. He loves beer, and he doesn't have to worry about driving. Still, I mean, he's got that metro bus. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his metro pass. Yeah, yeah. All right. So then we go to D two. Oh yeah. And D two is really well. Actually, step back to D to KZ. We're going to switch, skip D2, go to D3. The only really relationship we have in D3 is when Gordon comes back for Hans's funeral and he goes like right next to Casey. Is that an indication of anything? I always thought that was a little too close for comfort. And, and, and I don't know, it kind of seems like there's this like understood thing, like maybe she had found, you know, another guy or whatever, but nobody's there. No, but I she, um, there's like a throwaway in, line there. Yeah, like, in D2. In D2, that's just like, oh, she got remarried or something oh, like okay. that. But yeah, he, where is he in D3? He's not in the picture. Charlie that probably chased him away again. That's true. He's in Los Angeles. He's got like, a movie he's like teenager Charlie. Can you? Oh, God. <laughs> he's like director of operations for the Junior Goodwill Games, like national team. Like, that's the job he took. And I assume that's in like Los Angeles or somewhere. Who, Gordon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. So he's he's gone, and then Casey remarries, and then is it, I mean, we never see the guy, he never shows up to Hans's funeral. Never so. shows up at Charlie's games, apparently. Yeah. I, mean, I guess he doesn't like Charlie that much. Maybe I mean, she was lying. So she didn't remarry? Maybe, maybe. Instead of just saying that I have a boyfriend, she says, oh, I'm remarried. <laughs> yeah. Just to keep Gordo away? <laughs> yeah. Or, or to, to make Gordo jealous and make him, you know, make him 
want her more. You know? Yeah, but he's in L.A. I mean, yeah. director of the Junior that's Goodwill true. Games. I mean, that's a that's, that's a sweet gig. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I think he's like director of player personnel or something like that. Speaking of the Goodwill Games, now we'll go to D2. All right. And player. Really? <laughs> This is best. This is best play. Really? Uh, well, it's well, just like if you get out of like a relationship, and then all of a sudden you're just like, "Wow, I'm back in my game. I'm gonna do whatever I want." It's boom, Iceland chick. Boom, Miss McKay. Yeah. Whatever he wants. So two, we have us. Obviously, have Michelle McKay, and we have Maria, the Iceland trainer. Kisses Michelle McKay on the cheek when she takes over on the Germany game. Goes on a date with Maria. What's Gordon's play here? What should he do, or what? What does he do? Well, he's definitely Iceland um, Iceland, oh Iceland shit for sure. All, all it, the way there. Because remember when they first meet, and then like they like run into each other, and he does like a big double take, like oh my god, like I've never seen a woman before. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "You're Gordon Bombay," and he knows right away, "I'm in." Like yeah. I am totally yeah. in. And so he definitely uh, and McKay, it's more of like a uh, he sees her as like she's cute. Yeah, she's cute. Like she's kind of lame like i don't really like her character kind or anything. of a nerd <laughs> yeah kind of a nerd and she's like that when did hockey become about like you know polar bears and you know press conferences or whatever yeah and she's keeping him in line though he was getting way off about the sponsorship and the hendrix mm-hmm. hockey and stuff i think but iceland chick i, I think come though on, like miss mckay was also would also be very much like it, let's say they, they went on a date he's not gonna get any for a while like because she's like the tutor and she's like not necessarily I'm going to make him work for it, but it's like I'm not, you know, putting out on the first date or even on the 40th date. It's very much, you know, six months down the road, maybe. And then first date with the Iceland chip, there's the ice cream cone scene. I mean. Oh, yeah. And the way those ice cream cones, I mean. Well. A lot of. Okay. But. <laughs> and then, innuendos in that scene. Well, yeah. <laughs> but he comes out and he's all, he has like another come to Jesus when he does his crossovers on his roller skates. And it's all about like beating Iceland and we're going to scout and, and Jan is there and we're going to scout and we're actually going to do our jobs. Does he, does that affect his relationship with the Iceland chick because, aka Maria, because she is part of the enemy? See, I th- but I think she, I, I don't think it affects him and I also don't think it affects her because she always seemed real distant from the team, from the Iceland team anyway. Like, she kind of seemed like she was her own, like, I'm going to go off and do whatever the hell I want to do. And I don't think Gordon at that point really has a conscience, so I don't think it affects him much. I want to bring something up, you know, it's, you know, the whole eating ice cream with the enemy. Do you think that she purposefully ran into him and was just like, oh, you're Gordon Bombay, mm. as a way to, like, lower his guard? Mm. And then, like, they went out, like, the night before a game, and obviously he wasn't there, like, watching film or anything like that. I don't want to believe that about her. Interesting. You don't want to believe that about her? Because, I mean, Wolf, or the dentist, he... He's you know. a dick. Well, maybe, and she's like, that's his girl. And so she's, he's like casting her out to go do this. Wow. But yeah, after they run into each other, the wolf comes up and he's very like stern about like Maria not talking to him. Mm-hmm. So that would that have to be, that would have to be like an act, basically. Definitely. Oh, Definitely. interesting. I'm not buying this. I'm not interesting. Buying this. Really? Yeah. Because the, the wolf is very conniving. Oh, I know. I, I could definitely see him. She seemed like a free spirit, though. See, I don't know. I, I'm starting to agree with Tommy. I think we got something there because Wolf Wolf obviously does his scouting, 
he he obviously looked into Gordon Bombay's past. I, I bet you he hired her just because he knew she, that she had the good personality. She had, you know, the the looks. She, you know, kind of very, you know, like mysterious, kind of like Nordic looking woman. Um, and so she was hired just to like get into Bombay's head, and it worked. Yeah, totally worked. Wolf, great. He does his homework, so he knows Gordo likes the women. He's kind of a womanizer, you know. So he knows he knows Gordon's weaknesses. Hires her, gives him his head. It works. I like it. I think I refuse to believe it. Just because you like Maria, well, yeah. You, you refuse <laughs> to believe that Maria would do such a thing. Yes, yes. Why she, is that? If seems, any, any, the only like thing to me. that D two taught me <laughs> is that people from Iceland cannot be trusted. That's true. I, I live my life that every day that way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Every, Fun fact: every Icelandic person I meet, I just don't trust them. Fun fact. But why do you trust uh, Maria well, then? I mean, if they look like that. Wow. Oh, you, wait, so you do trust them if they're good looking? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Naturally. Can I get to my fun fact? Sure. Get All to right. your fun I love his fun facts. They're so fun. Almost that as fun actress as his intros. who played Maria, actually born in Iceland. Oh, wow. That's pretty good, right? That is a fun fact. Fact was very fun. All right. So, I mean, Let's go to Michelle McKay. Wait, do you have I any guess more fun facts? She does have the accent, so I mean, I guess we're, we're, we're never quite sure. Like, is that a fake accent, or I guess that's totally real. Yeah. So, Michelle McKay, is she feeling Gordon, or is this just kind of they're there, like, together with a bunch of kids? Like, I think she she secretly has, like, a schoolgirl crush on him. Yeah, I bet like, she's, like, when he's doing his, like, Hendrix thing with the slick back, you know, Pat Riley hair and everything, she's probably like, I bet I could change him. And she wants him to be, you know, the letter jacket, like where he's his ducks letter jacket. That's the coach he wants. Like the, you know, he's a he's a friend to the to the players. He's not their coach. That's what she wants, and that's what she hopes. Um, and then I think when she sees him, you know, yelling at the kids, it's like this isn't gonna happen. Interesting. But I think she harbors like a a like a love for him, but would never act on it. You know, she's that. It's all about the kids first. Like. Uh, like in, uh, uh, well, I guess that's not a good analogy. Never mind. <laughs> what were you thinking of? Uh, not another team movie. <laughs> <laughs> we don't go there. So, okay. So if Gordo. Great movie, by the way. <laughs> so if Gordo would circle back, like, would they be together? If Gordo, so Gordo has like a date and he goes after the Iceland chicken and obviously she leaves. And then Gordo kind of circles back to Michelle McKay. So like. Is he with her in D three? Is that what you're asking? I'm asking, would she be okay with that? I think seeing that, I think after the games, because I bet you yeah. she would be like, I bet you if she saw him with the Iceland chick, she'd be like, well, you know, he's a grown man, you know, he can do what he wants, and she would, you know, very much turned off, and then like she'd see him, you know, kind of stop that, and then, um, you know, he puts, you know, this is a fire in a barrel, this is a distraction, fire in the barrel, all that stupid stuff. And then, so whenever that happens, that and he's good. strictly focused on hockey and on the kids, she realizes her feelings again. And so afterwards, I bet she approaches him, and just like Ooh. kisses him, like after after they win, she just goes up, like after their campfire, or whatever they always do. Yeah. And you know, great scene. Or maybe they just got rip roaring drunk, and <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> you know, yeah. two things you love: getting rip roaring the wheels, man. <laughs> Getting rip roaring drunk and illegitimate children. So, do do you think uh, they uh, they had an illegitimate child, Gordon and uh, McKay, or do you think they had to get like a morning after pill or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, not with them. No, I, I think they were 
I think they were good. Uh, I don't know. I, I can see them being together though in in three. I'm. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, guess does she live in like L.A. Because I mean, she's like she, their. Tutor. I guess so. She and, would have to. Bombay was kind of you know a and uh, you know on the sidelines in three, so you don't really. There wasn't really a need to touch on that part of the story anymore. Mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe they were. You know, maybe that was the case in three. We just never know about it because there wasn't really a need for us to know about it. It doesn't advance the story at all. Is so, Gordon happy about that, though? I don't know. There's always the risk that he falls off the the wagon, you know, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, I don't know. Especially because I mean, women are be flocking to him as the director of the Jupiter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like the a pretty high position in the. Goodwill Games. No, it's League. yeah, definitely. Yeah, and everyone knows about it too. Yeah, I mean, he probably um, can't go anywhere. I mean, it's on the cover of USA Today all the time. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah he's I mean, a celebrity. Yeah. That's true. He's got that loafer shoe. Did he thing. ever make? Did he ever get the shoe deal to make the loafer? I. That's a good question. I mean, they ended up winning, so. Yeah, I think. Well, who is going to take this? Like, I don't think Nike's going to make a loafer. You know, so I don't. I don't know what. Shoot, he'd have to have like a fancy. Hey, Reebok made suits, did they? For for Mike Nolan, and uh, Jack Del Rio. Interesting. So you think Gordo gets an endorsement deal? Maybe. I bet you Hendrix Maybe. could do it. Oh, great point. There we go. Great point. There we go. Yeah. I so I think the loafer. I think the loafer comes out. But no one buys it. <laughs> do you think, or do you think maybe he realizes what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. A loafer for kids, like who want a coach? Yeah, that's true. Maybe one day when they're just hanging out, you know, watching football on a Sunday, you know, he and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just finally convinces them that it's a really stupid idea. Or maybe Kareem says, you know what, I'm going to invest in that shoe. That's true. And now Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is broke. Yeah. <laughs> Appearing well, in basketball. Yes. Well, the 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 Air yeah. Bombay was before his second, like, come to Jesus where he does the crossovers. So maybe after that, he was just like... That's not for me, you know. I That's gotta a good point. go back to my roots. But we gotta stay with Gordo and his love life. Well, I mean, so after after two, after three, I guess. What's the what's the end game for Gordon Bombay? Is he just like a bachelor? Just taking all these all these single moms with kids who want to get on the junior goodwill games. <laughs> oh yeah. He- See, I, I think that's I mean, not necessarily the second part of that, but I think him staying a bachelor is the most likely scenario. I just think that's you know kind of in his blood. You know, I I, I could see him being with Miss McKay, whatever, but I think the most likely scenario is that he's a bachelor and just lives the life. Yeah, I can imagine him getting in a relationship with Miss McKay, maybe like an eight month relationship, and then it's kind of like at a crossroads where she's like, hey. You know, you need to make a commitment, and he realizes that, you know, I I love my work, and I can't really, I can't settle down. I I can't devote, you know, the kind of time that she needs. Kind of going back to the whole Charlie and Casey thing, the first one, he realizes, like, hey, you know, that's not, like, even as much as I, you know, kind of want that part of me, wants to settle down, like, that's not me. So he's really honest with himself, and he, you know, breaks it off with McKay. I think it's, you know, you know, friendly. I mean, they're able to, you know. Not remain friends, but you know, no bitterness or anything. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he does what's best for for everyone instead of committing to that relationship where maybe they get divorced because he wants to be able to, you know, do his own thing. Plus, he gets to see Iceland chick what once every four years. <laughs> oh, she comes back. Sure. You think she? Sure, yeah. Interesting. 
Maybe she's got a sister. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. See, I think Gordon has it together. Like in three, I think he's really got it together there. I think he's really turned the corner in three, where he's like figured things out. He's doing what he wants to do, and I think eventually he says like, "All right, it's time to give it up." You know. Wait, does he? Ha- have you checked to see? Does he have a wedding ring in three? I don't think he does, but I did not look. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna say he doesn't. Uh, yeah. So that'd be a weird addition if he did, and someone noticed. I feel like someone would notice it by now. You know? Someone being you. After like 20 years, I think someone would notice that. But so I mean, I think he could. I think he gets it together, and really realizes, all right, like I can do this. Like I can go. I can stay committed, and I think. It's not Miss McKay, though. I think he wants to, like, put all that in his past. And then I think he just finds some, like, C-list actress, maybe, or something like that. Somebody, like, that makes him feel kind of cool, but isn't really that cool. And then just settles down. And, like, maybe has a couple kids. Is that reasonable? I, I, could, maybe. I could see I, that I happening. still think the most likely scenario is that he's a bachelor. I, could, I could definitely see him, though, like, having kids and... And that totally, you know, reigniting his love for coaching hockey and, you know, kind of going for there for the eventual sequels. Interesting. Kevin, how many kids out of Woodlock does he have? By by what age? I, how old was he, I guess, would be the well, first grade? In the, well, in the, okay. I'd we, say he's, what, like 30 in so, like D1? Well, okay. So if we assume D1 is 1992. Mm-hmm. And he was playing Pee Wee's in 1973 when he has the – because the banner's up there. It says state runner-up. Mm-hmm. So he's what, 10? Oh, yeah. So he's like 29 or 30. 29 or 30. So by D3, that's four years later. 34. 34. Uh, so at 34? Just no. in general. We'll say at, by 45, he has two. Two <laughs> illegitimate One with the Iceland chick. Oh wow! You know, see, Gordon—he's a smart—he's and, 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 a smart guy, though. He's not going to be. And the Iceland and and that kid—he's conflicted whether to play U.S. Oh, yeah, interesting. There's a there's a sequel for you too. I mean, does Wolf? How does Wolf feel about his trainer getting with Gordon Bombay's and having an illegitimate child? Well, obviously, he hates it. Either that, or he's been killed by somebody by now because everybody hates him. So, or he's been. It's interesting that she was the trainer. You know, you think like Gunnar Stahl. Like I was like, oh, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a pain in my back. I need you to, you know, massage it out for me. Interesting. Gunnar Stahl like swooping in. But it's not like oh Gunnar. Oh yeah. Maybe when Gunnar turns like eighteen or something, trainer after being spurned by Gordon Bombay. See, I don't think it's ever like that with them though. I think it's like a once every four years thing. Oh, so it's it's like understood. They know, like they just get together. It's like. Just yeah. for a fling, and yeah, exactly. They don't really have like. It's just lust. It's not, you know. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. A real up in the air situation there. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Less less frequent, but yeah. Okay. Interesting. So Gordo, two, illegitimate kids. I'll say two. One with Iceland chick, and one with that C-list actress. That but the C-list actress wouldn't that be his wife? Then? Oh, yeah. And maybe like B-list actress that he cheated on. Oh. C-list so wife. wait, why did he cheat though? He's he's a he's Gordon so, Bombay. Okay, so he cheats, and then is it over? Is the marriage over after that? Does he ever get married? You, you're see, I, I still I'm kind of contradicting myself because I don't think he ever gets married, but I'm trying to follow your arc okay. as well. But okay, just forget about my arc. All what right, happens it, to yeah, Gordon he stays Bombay? Single. 
Yeah, he stays single, and then he has he has two, two kids, kids. Yeah, and, and that's just and, it. And well, the Iceland, that's you know, he battles. He tries to get the kid to play hockey for the U.S., but you know, obviously, Iceland chick is trying to pull him to play for Iceland, and uh, so he that sucks up a lot of his time, and then he has another kid with some other chick out in L.A. Interesting. I think he. I and think that, that kid's just like he hates hockey and. He wants to be an actor or something. Yeah, something like a, a football player. He hates know. hockey because of his dad. Exactly. I and like that. Clash. All right. I, I think the first kid definitely plays for USA because I mean Gordo's there and Iceland's golden age just passed. That's true. We don't even know if they're gonna make the junior goodwill games. You know, if you think about like uh, you know real life scenario, Aaron Johansson, who's like half Icelandic, half American, he chose to play for America in soccer. Because you know he knew the writing was on the wall of Iceland. I mean, sure they're a they're a decent European club, but if he wants to play in the World Cup, play for the United States. It's true. I, I wonder if that's it Gordon Bombay's kid. Maybe. <gasps> Full circle. Yep. We need to investigate. <laughs> <laughs> any other thoughts? Uh, I really don't think he's uh, he's having any illegitimate kids just because he's a smart guy, and like mm. especially like. And he, think about like when he's a sleazy lawyer, like he's twenty nine, whatever. Even if something did happen where like he got a girl pregnant, I bet you he would be like, "You're getting this taken care of." <laughs> oh. Is that the second abortion <laughs> reference from Tommy? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, no matter how you feel about it, but I'm saying the way his character is, it's very much like this is gonna ruin my life. Yeah, yeah I mean, I can see I can that. See that. It so takes care of business. But also, you know, he seems like he's a smart guy. He's definitely, you know, birth control guy. So, so that's why I don't think he's having illegitimate kids at you know the age of forty-five. Well, I disagree. Okay, <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Is there anyone who would not have an illegitimate kid in the Mighty Ducks canon? Um, Averman, maybe. Yeah, that <laughs> dude. Go or Goldberg. Goldberg. Goldberg would be the kind of guy who like gets a prostitute pregnant and then like falls in love with her and then has like nine kids. Falls in love with a prostitute. Wow. Another <laughs> sequel for you there. Yeah. But that's for another day. Yeah, we got dark here, so we don't have to really... Of, wheels kind of came off that <laughs> Yeah, way. we're going to have to reevaluate our lives right now. <laughs> so uh, just go out, tell your friends about the Quack Tech Pod. That's my new thing. Like, You don't even have to go to thequacktech.com or follow us on Twitter at quacktechpod. Or go to iTunes and give us five stars. None of that. Just tell your friends. But it would be cool. I mean, you can. Yeah. yeah, if you want to, you can. But just tell your friends about it. Like, I told you to do this last week, and we were not the most downloaded podcast in the world. So somebody is slacking. So do it this week. I bet you week. there's something wrong with the iTunes servers. That's true. So do it this week, and uh, we'll see you next time. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. <laughs>